When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 162 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined as always by my mainest man, my rodeo rider, Desperado. Come to your senses. What's going on, Willie? It's a good Tuesday. 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 You're going Tuesday on it, huh? Some some people say Tuesday. Some say Tuesday. Christian, Christian just got back last night, had to wrangle up wrangle up the rankings. Right. And uh, it's a quick turnaround for you, bud. Yes, it was. It was indeed, you know. You but, were at Keystone? Oh, boy. Was I ever. You, you know, were. I'll tell you what. I was listening to your commentary, and you were... Kidney candy store, kind of. I was loving it. It was good. I, it was, it was just. I mean, first of all, a little behind inside baseball or whatever you want to call it. When when our matches or when our tournaments are on Flow Arena, it is like incredible for us. Like if it, if it's if they're not, we have to like do all this like uploading and naming every file. It's a whole thing. And now when. It, Keystone was running like so smoothly. They did a great job running the tournament and then the software. I just got to like focus on watching and calling wrestling matches and not things that are kind of on the periphery of that. So it was just a really like low stress, really fun, um, just just called matches and got really yeah, excited. If you know, you guys at home watch matches and it was uh, tournaments and it was a big weekend. We had a lot live and sometimes you wonder like nine events. Yeah, sometimes you wonder, well, why is this tournament why does this stream have graphics and names and this tournament doesn't and this you know it, it all depends what um bracketing software what bracketing software they run and um ideally it's it's the best user experience right when it's all on one system like when it's we have graphics we have scores we have names we have um uh clocks and and um it's also the best me experience Right, <laughs> right. So what I'm saying is it's when that's all in sync, it's best for the viewer, but it's also incredibly less stressful on the person from Flow that's at that tournament because when that's all synced up, um, you don't have to worry about uploading videos and naming videos and yada and, and finding videos on c- computers and right. yada, yada, yada. So it makes Christian and Ryan's and Brad Keys and... Lobdell and Mike Mal makes their job all the much uh, more enjoyable and easy. You can just focus on wrestling, right? And I, you were there yeah. focusing on wrestling. I could tell that you were enjoying it. I was um, watching football and watching the streams and listening to you guys. Um, <laughs> there was 12. They set a record this week in football. 12 missed extra points. That's insane. It's like the easiest thing, right? Now they went, they went now to... That was 33 yards. Which for the, the the issue is, these kickers are head cases. How can? But I don't think that there's been that many thirty three yard. Was there ever a week in which there were thirty, there were twelve missed thirty three yard field goals? I mean, thirty three yard field goals are chip shots. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I was thinking, what would be the equivalent in wrestling of missing oh, a chip shot? I had shot? it. I had it. What is the equivalent of missing? An I don't know. Easy I was thinking. You guys tell us on Twitter what the equivalent or, or comment oh, underneath. I know what it is. Here's what it is, because I saw it this weekend. You're underneath on bottom in a tie match with 30 seconds to go, okay? And you end up on a leg, okay? And now you're trying to... yes. And then that guy dives over, gets your ankle, and you get stalemated. Just let go. You get your one. Get your point. I saw that this weekend. I'm like, bro... It's not that serious. Let him go and get right. your point. And then it got stalemated. He got ridden out. It's I'm like, four four. You're out, but you you try to work for the reversal, and then it gets stalemated. And now you're and back now, underneath, right? Because it's not hard to get a stalemate, and it is hard to get a 
get a reversal. So yeah, maybe that's the equivalent. It's easy. Uh, mine was that's probably better. Mine, I was thinking making weight. If you miss weight twelve times, <laughs> it's easy. Yeah, uh, that's pretty bad. So um, that was interesting. Yeah, um, that's insane. I didn't get to watch, but you know what, man? See, it was just a great Sunday. Uh, you know, watched wrestling all day long. Kind of got caught up. I'm sitting there. I'm eating dinner, and then the Redskins are putting a beat down on Kyle Bradkey's Packers. Yeah, loved it. Hail to the Redskins! Hail victory! We're six three and one. All right, we're in the greatest division that football's ever assembled. Remember last year when people laughed at our division? Reds, we were all happy the Redskins were the division champs, and people were like, uh, "Yeah, crap division! Yeah, what a terrible division!" Hey, it's a good division. It's a good it's divi- best division right now. Every team in the division's over five five hundred or better. Yes, yes, great division. Um, now let's talk about something. Equally as kind of goofy. This is goofy. I love. I mean, I don't love it, but and I, 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 I can't w- wait to talk about this. I watch this whole duel. Well, not the whole duel because the stream didn't start until like I don't know, one forty one, one forty nine, or something. I think one forty nine. No, one forty one. It started one forty one. Uh, I saw Hank Polmeyer. I think. I don't know who that is. Henry Polmeyer. No. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. Um, so. South Dakota State at Minnesota would have been, could have been, should have been a great win for South Dakota State. It was a good performance anyway, but they're wrestling traditional power, um, and they have the lead. Mm-hmm. At one point, they had won like, I don't know, five of seven matches, and then Minnesota's upperweights kind of um, reeled them back in. But the situation is South Dakota State – is up by five points going to heavyweight where they have Alex Mackey against All-American Mike Krells. Now, Mackey had been stalled out last year against Sam Stoll from Iowa. I don't remember that. Yeah, I, I didn't remember yeah, it either. And then somebody, somebody reminded me, but I, re- I do remember that. But, um, Is he the one Marsden got in a fight with, too? Mm-hmm. He's the most DQ'd guy in... NCAA history, maybe. Well, Marsden was the guy that got DQ'd. Oh, right. He, like, won and got DQ'd. He got his hand raised and somehow got DQ'd. Yeah. So, a lot of drama. Yeah, Mackey. Mackey's a... We should start a, a dramatic show on CBS called just called Mackey. 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 Live at nine. Um, so, all Mackey has to do is not get pinned or DQ'd, as it turned out. <laughs> and... <laughs> And the Jackrabbits win, and he got DQ'd. With how many seconds remaining? Four seconds left in the match. <laughs> it's brutal. It's a brutal way to lose. Uh, it's unbelievable circumstances for a duel to kind of reach a conclusion. Um, and I saw a lot of this. I got kind of tuned onto this situation just on Twitter. People freaking out. They gave... Minnesota the the win with five seconds to go and I'm like dang this sounds sounds crazy I can't believe it he got DQ'd with five seconds left and they were winning by five that's unbelievable and then like I'm thinking about it I'm like you know what? I need to watch this so I watched it I didn't get to watch obviously you 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 recounted my schedule I'm insanely busy just got back but I was like I have to watch this match because it's everyone's talking about it so I watch it and I'm like should have stalled him out earlier what the, I mean, listen, I get it, but we, we always talk, you and I especially, call, just call it. Just call it. You know mm-hmm. it when you see it. And boy, and and I know that there's maybe some. The whole gym knew it, what he was doing. I think there, that's a part of it. And I think some people are like complaining that, well, it wasn't officiated that way the whole time. I don't know, and I don't care about that. All I know is I watched that match, and every time he got hit for stalling, he should have been. And he was literally – he wasn't even disguising it. He wasn't even being cute about it. Like I feel like I could – this is where I come in. And I can, <laughs> I can show you how to you know, look busy. I could do that. You could do that. I, I could do that. I could – I'll give you that. I, think I could, could show could the wedge show. when you're on your back. I could show the wedge. Um, he wasn't on his back ever though. I know. I, don't, I, don't I know. Think. And that's the thing. The crazy thing about it is I wonder if Mackey even – well, he should know you can get DQ'd if he got DQ'd last year. But most guys probably don't even know because right, it used to be 
And the commentators even thought this. Like, you can't get stalled Mac out of a match anymore. That was a couple years ago. But now you can get stalled well, out. Well, that, that was a scenario, too. All right, I'll say that I was less convinced. I was more on the fence than, um, than you were. I'm like, yeah, I know what he's doing. But did Krells do enough to make it the obvious? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I was more. I was a little on the fence. I ain't mad at the. I ain't mad at the result. Um, I can see it that way. The people that were most mad at it, uh, at least vocally, at least on social media, were North Dakota and South Dakota <laughs> fans. So I don't take anything from that. I don't know what that right. means. Um, because of course they're going to feel that way. Um, so Ben Askren texted me and Christian yesterday at looking for the video, and we told him where to find it. And um, Ben was like, oh, yeah. And I'm sure Ben's going to talk about this on T-Road and Funky, but uh, he was like, oh, my God. Of course he was stalling. you got to stall the kid out. Now, the other question – I mean, Christian alluded to making making yourself look busy. Um, <laughs> like, Mike Krells is – Incredible heavyweight, and he's, he's good. all American. But I, I don't think there should have been a fear of getting teched or pinned. Like, it's, go out there and wrestle. Yeah, it's it's not, um, you know, it's not Mako. Yeah, we're talking about here, or who's a who's uh, a good uh, pinning heavyweight? Right, it's not like a Logan Steeper pin artist, right? right? It's it's Krells is just a really fundamental. He's very athletic. He's good on his feet, uh, but he's not gonna. Half you bar you up or or anything like that, and maybe he would have if Mackey opened up. So I, w- I wonder too, if he gets teched, do they lose? They I don't know. Because why wouldn't he just get teched? <laughs> well, self tech. Yeah. Uh, they must have. They must have known that if he got teched, they lost the duel somehow. Self tech, and it was at a point where if he had a four point turn, he would have. Um, Got the tech. Yeah, because it was eleven. Sure. There was a lot going on. There was a there are there was a lot going on. If you on. get stalled out, you lose. If you get teched, do you lose? I don't know. Maybe four seconds. That's left. a lot of number crunches D- for Alex Mackey. D- DQ. Um, Mac Ryder didn't know the rules. Frankly, he he made me second guess. I'm like, I'm like they could. they turned the rules back. You can get DQ'd now. And Max Mac Ryder was like, no, you can't get DQ'd anymore. And I'm like, did they turn it back? And then, well, they made the change like two times in a couple of years, you know, yeah. one way than the other. And I am not 100% sure, but it looked to me like the ref wasn't sure if their DQs were a thing. I don't know if he knew because he had to go to the table. Well, you know, I'll say this. Maybe he just didn't know. He hit How the, many? How many times have I hit this guy for stalling now? Yeah. Like, I've hit him. Either he didn't know the rule or he didn't know how many times he hit him. Which is excusable in my mind. Like, I would lose track. I mean, that guy, he stalled. I'm sorry. I, SDSU, Coach Bono, I, now, I love him. But right, lost in that. You got to call it. Lost in, in the um, DQ fiasco was that South Dakota State, now, right, Minnesota was missing some starters, but Min- uh, South Dakota State wrestled really well. And I thought they wrestled really well um, to start the season. ISU, I, I think they're wrestling. Really good. They are. They are. You know, uh, kosher loss to Wanzek was probably one they'd like to get back, as I think you know he's beaten him before. But yeah, um, I thought they looked good. Seth Gross. Seth Gross getting a lot of buzz right now. People are really excited about Seth Gross. I you like have a him smirk too. On your face. I got a smirk. No, I like. I love Seth. Seth Gross. I-, I think he's awesome. I think he's really, really good. Is there but a butt coming? There's a however. 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 Con- let's consider the competition, okay? And that's not shade at Nathan Boston or even Mitch McKee. Mitch McKee is going to be really good, but you talk about a true freshman with with Seth Gross's mat acumen. That's that that had disaster written all over it. So he majored Mitch McKee, but of course he did. So I I just want to see Seth against Corey Clark. A lot of people what think a lot of people think it's coming. A lot okay. of people think he can beat him. If what if what if the score is seven five Clark? That's something. Uh, does does that elevate your thoughts on Gross just as not just as much, but even if he loses, is is a close match with Clark elevate his status? Yeah, yeah, I, it does for me. I mean, um, not, well, I don't know. Seven five is one thing. If it's three two, he's never close to scoring. Yeah, no, maybe not. I I don't see a I don't. I don't see a low score coming with these two. 
I don't either because Corey Clark here's here's why I think Corey Clark will win. And ultimately it will be found out one way or the other cuz this is going to happen. Corey Clark is going to get to legs repeatedly. And I don't believe he's going to get countered for takedowns. I think he's going to get either stalemated or score on them cuz he knows how to finish on scrambly guys. That's my thought, and I don't think he'll get ridden because Corey Clark doesn't really have a history of getting ridden by anyone apart from, you know, even Nishan. This is December 2nd. It's not that long. It's like a week or so. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of mad I'm not going to that, but I'm going to be at Cliff King Las Vegas, which is going to be equally lit, fam. Lit. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, I think yeah, a certain kind of loss, you put Gross in that tier. Now, Gross is already in a high tier. He's just not quite in that title contending room. I think it's established. He's top yeah. five, six, seven, eight guy. I I feel that I've ranked him as such. I think he's out, out excellent. But at this point, it's tears, right? But I'm like, I'm still. There's a lot of, and I've I've been driving the Jaden Ironman hype train, and maybe for similar reasons as Seth Gross. You know, I just I just believe <laughs> he's really good. He hasn't exactly beaten anybody, and I put Jaden Ironman in an almost borderline title contending realm. I gotta tell you, this is a message board post, and it just makes me laugh out loud. Literally, because somebody somebody started a thread that it said Tomasello better be ready was the title of the thread, and uh, then in the thing it said Jaden Ironman's coming, and then the next post was Wow, you must really think uh, a lot of dumb Latona. I saw that. I actually saw that. Some I try to once a week just read, see what people are talking about on the boards. I saw that. I died laughing. I thought it was hilarious. I mean, yeah, exactly right. Stop. I mean, no shade on Dom Latona, but. You know, he's not Nathan Thomasello. He's not not exactly, not not quite. Um, man, I can't wait for that one. All right, so there's a couple matches I really want to see in the worst way. At 133 alone, I want to see Clark Thomasello so badly. But the one we're not going to get to see till maybe NCAA's if it happens, Seth Gross, Jaden Ironman. That will be that will be a crazy one because they're, they're both wide open, amazing scramblers, amazing top wrestlers. Although it could be one where, like, if he just assert, if like Jaden's just better, maybe he just controls it on on top the whole time, or vice versa for Gross. But either way, I have a strong feeling that would be a great match. But we probably won't see it until Ironman. Gross. Gross. Yeah. Scrambly man, that's sixteen fifteen. Yeah, I I don't know who wins. Gross, uh, Ironman or knee surgeons. That's okay. Dangerous. So one match, one match. Those are matches, Christian. Oh wait. So all right. Once to let's, see. Let's get you. Uh, on Mackie Gate, where 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 are you at? Is, Ma- this gets a gate, by the way. Mackie Gate. Uh, one argument I didn't like, sorry, about about Mackie Gate was <laughs> it's like you can't give a team the win in the last five seconds. Let, That's not really what happened. That's a question too. Is um, do you call it different? Do you call the Stallings different if you know the situation? You shouldn't theoretically. It, it, watch what you say here. You you should not you should not I'm well everything's situational, right? I, I don't you know should you say you should not call it different, but the score is three two in NCA finals, and he, the kid might be stalling, but there's seven seconds left. Yeah. yeah, well, I can tell you one thing: it wasn't that. Yeah, that's I not know. what was going on. You know, that happened with Nick Heflin. Heflin gave he lost on a stall point to Jaden Cox a couple years ago. Yeah, it happens. It wasn't as blatant as. What Mackey was doing. So, yeah, I feel I feel strongly. And you don't say, well, the ref took it from South Dakota. No, he really didn't. He called the match how he should have, and that ended up attributing certain points to to Minnesota. Okay, that was Mackey Gate. Hashtag get jacked. And matches, matches that Christian wants to see. One match that we wanted to see that we didn't mm. was Bojo and Zahid. Bojo, no go. Bojo, no show. And uh, Ohio State still wins. Yep. Um, but there were some darn good matches. Jake Ryan, Josh Shields was a good match. Um, 13-12. 13-12 on riding time, I think. Riding time. Classic. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake Ryan falling on some hard times. You know, he lost to Caden McWhorter, then defaulted out. Then we didn't see him for a little bit. Comes back. Loses to Shields, who's uh, quietly having a pretty pretty nice start to his season. No Bo Zahid Valencia. But um, I think we're gonna get it at Vegas. So Vegas, okay. They're both, they're both, both teams are going. I'm so hoping that's a for match both. we want to see for sure. I think that's my number one 
if I can make a match happen right here, and uh, that would be the one. I just I just got to know. I I feel I'll tell you what I feel very strongly. It's gonna be Bo. Yeah. Um. I your team Zahid. I uh, there's two camps here, right? I think common. I think consensus would say. Bojo until proven otherwise. I don't Bo- know. Bojo's the really. I feel, you think like, I feel like there think is there's a lot of Zahid fans. There is a ton. I'm a, everywhere. Zahid, Zahid, Zahid. I think people are like, I don't know. I, I think they're a little slow on. Uh, maybe maybe the Ramos match with Zahid is like cooled people's jets a little bit. Like, oh, this guy can be beaten, and he can be beaten by Ethan Ramos. So, well, know. I I'm just I'm like I'm like Bojo until proven otherwise. Okay, Bojo is more proven on the college level. Um, but at the same time, I am done betting against Sahid. Done. I, when he was in high school, I would do it occasionally, and yeah, it always backfired. Sahid always won. He always moved up in weight, and I said, "Well, I'll I'll, I'll wait to prove it." You know, let's see. Uh, let's see what happens. And I was actually out of that doubting Sahid phase by the time when he went up to one seventy. I was at. They would actually accuse me. People actually accuse me on message boards. They're like. You're only – he shouldn't even be in who's number one. You only took him because of his name and and, and there'll be more excitement. No, I, I was done doubting him. Yeah. I'm done doubting him. Yeah. And and all he would do would win. But um, so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know who I'm taking in that match. Um, And you just said – what did you say? Team you Bo. said maybe it tempered the Jets, cooled the yeah. Jets a little bit. Talking about cooling Jets – Mark Hall loses, and some people are making a big deal of it. Guys, stop. Stop. Just just delete your internet. Um, Mark Hall is going to be great. I think I think ultimately this could be a good thing for just Penn State in general. And this is why I believe that. They've got great options at 174. If Mark Hall is in the background – Entering opens and destroying everyone, it and you know what, Penn State, they'll be fine. Whatever, they're they're good. But just like last two years ago at the scuffle, Nolf's annihilating. We know what Zane is. We know what Nico is. Um, Nick Neville's is doing great. It, you just the question has to be, and just like Joe Smith last year, oh Joe looks awesome. He's doing great. He's doing great. Is he gonna come out? He should come out. He should come out. Is he coming out? I don't know. And then he does, and it's like this background story that just builds with every win because these guys are just getting matches redshirt. But as they do it, the chatter begins, and you know chatter doesn't always affect teams at all, but it could. And now he loses to Brucky. They've got someone good with Morelli or Shakur. Rashid. So maybe it's just like, all right, settle down. We, we're going to stick with these guys. Mark's got – we got to remember, you know, Mark is – he's made – I mean, he's won some folk-style matches. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, we've last seen him be so good at freestyle. And, and more than anything, he's been especially focused on freestyle. He's making the world teams. Um, he lived at the OTC for how long? Right. I, and I'll tell you what, it just goes to show um, – how much he's been focused on freestyle. He's like, my first reaction when he lost and I pull up the match, I didn't put two and two together, but, but my first reaction was, he looks weird in the headgear. It's weird because we just watch him primarily because we don't have many of his events when he was in high school. He was at Who's Number One a couple of years ago, um, but he doesn't, you know, Minnesota schedule. Didn't go to a lot then. but Travel So we see him at freestyle yeah. constantly. He's freestyle, making junior world teams, at juniors, et cetera, et cetera. So that's just how we've, we've seen him. Now he's wearing, he's wearing headgear and doing spiral rides. So it's, it's a little jarring. <laughs> uh, so the match itself. He got tilted. What, what to make of the match itself and, and you know, <laughs> the obvious thing is, I mean, I think it's obvious, but there's some people out there that are like, well, this, this is a bad indication. The obvious thing I think to most people is, just one match, guys. It's just yeah. one match. It, essentially, it's just one move. It's yeah, a, it's a tilt, right? He got caught in a four-point tilt. He owned, he owned um, neutral. The guy on uh, he owned neutral. He didn't exactly ride. Now he tied the match up with thirty seconds left, and he kicked him. Um, which should he rode him out and went to overtime? Maybe I don't know. He got in on another shot. I thought it was two. Um, 
but it wasn't called that. I wish I could see the other angle, what was yeah. going on with that right leg. I, I think, though, for me, the the takeaway is there is no takeaway. Like, just relax. Just, it, yep. Just, it, he's fine. Sometimes he's just, it's just best just to let it happen and, and that's it. And, you know, he's redshirting. And he, you redshirt so you get these experience and you learn, oh, I need to not let my wrist get controlled type of deal. In other upset news, if you just want to stay in that vein, Bryce Meredith goes down to Colton McChrystal. Um, and, you know, my thought there is, one, wow, Colton McChrystal really turning in uh, a nice season. He's somehow a junior still. I thought he was, like, yeah, 12th-year senior. Um, but, no, he's a junior. And because he beat Jared Prince last week to get ranked, and now he beats— A couple, couple good wins for him. Nebraska has— like pretty good depth at forty one. They have McChrystal who just knocked off a um, All American uh, returning Finals. finalist. They have a kid named Colin Perrington who's not bad, mm-hmm. and then they have Chad Red. I think who I think he split with McChrystal this year. Okay, I think so. But um, anyway, so what's your takeaway from um, what's your takeaway from that match? Is that mm-hmm. is that Bryce Meredith lost a match he shouldn't. Is that Colton McChrystal is a real kind of deal? Is what, what? What do you make of that? My my take is it was a one move match. One move match, no doubt about it. But my takeaway is we're kind of back to our regularly scheduled programming with yeah. with Meredith. Um, amazing NCAA tournament that you can't take anything away from him. But the reason he was such a high seed at NCAAs was because of months and months and months of wrestling where he was good, not great. He was great in March. He beat, It was not a um, path that was fortuitous. He goes through Kevin Jack, Micah Jordan, and Joy McKenna to make the finals. He yes. was the bad draw. Nothing fell apart in that bracket other than now, him making it fall apart. Now, I see... You often talk about that, um, about the consistency and then having a big NCAAs and was it just one tournament? And that's very, um, I mean, that's a great way to look at it. However, I think what we see more than anything is with either young wrestlers who are who are freshmen or maybe first-time starters. You know, They might be a junior, but this is the first time in the starting lineup um, and at NCAAs. <clears throat> what I think is we see more upward trajectory. Like Joey Dance might take a bump in the road here. They m- might lose to a Corey Mines, and then they lose to this person, then they lose to that person. But they have a kind of higher ceiling when it comes to their first NCAAs. Right. And so when Meredith had kind of an, you know, a good, not great regular season last year, and then he goes to his first NCAAs, and he puts it all together, and right by no stretch of the imagination did he have an easy road. He beat legitimate kids, and he beat them legit in legitimate ways. Right, nothing, not there wasn't any flukiness going on. Um, so like, okay, now he's arrived. Now he is a good kid, and that was uh, confirmed to me at the All Star Classic when I thought he looked amazing. Mm-hmm. But he lost. And then he loses to McChrystal. So it's like, I don't know. But he also lost at the All-Star, too. You know, yes. He yeah, lost yeah. that match. So I guess my, you know, early on in, in my ranking time, now nothing's changed, but maybe perception a little bit. I was, like, not heavy enough on NCAAs, and I wasn't as beholden to it. But it's still the most important thing by far, right? And so I'll give guys the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, okay. Bryce, you did it when it mattered most, so I give you the benefit of the doubt in the rankings, and then we'll see. But when you lose to Ashnault, and I didn't hit him hard for that. He dropped a spot or two. Um, but he doesn't have those deep roots that can kind of hold you in and withstand a loss to McChrystal. It's not like if Dean Heil lost to Ashnault and McChrystal, there's no way he falls as far as, as Meredith because he just has that strong track record. But Meredith doesn't have it. And now he's lost to Ashnault, which is fine. But then couple that with a loss to McChrystal, you're kind of back down where where you used to be. Okay, so um, in a great I think way. That's, I think that's a good segue to we're talking we're talking 141. We're talking Ashnault battle at the birthplace. Kalodzic beats him. Yeah, Kalodzic beats Ashnault. Awesome win. Last second. Wish wish I was there. It looked like a great time. It was a little misleading on the stream because. Um, 
I don't know why, but they had the cameras showing the empty, showing seats. the empty. Like uh, that's that's my. I'm like when, when I first log on, I'm like, uh, nobody, nobody's there. I'm like, this can't be right. And then See, once in a while, they would pan just enough to say, oh my god, the stands are packed in the end zone and the other yes. the near end zone. So I'm like, man, why wouldn't? To, for good production value, they should have put the cameras on the other side so that you see all the people. But anyway. Not rocket science. Um, there was a good crowd there, like uh, 17,000, 18,000, I'm That's told. Great. And, um, and the wrestling was really good. Yeah. The wrestling was really good. Um, but, you know, that was the premiere match, and it went down to the wire. Yeah, and, you know, Mike Mal and, and the call was, like, prophetic in – just like wait, when they broke from space, is he going to fire off that attack? And he just times the hands perfectly, and that's exactly what happened. Nice shot. He was able to finish. I don't recall. Was it a high crotch? Yeah, it was like a post. He's good at that. Yeah, he posts, and it's like kind of a double to head to single kind of thing. Yeah. Like he's shooting double, but he ended up on the leg. It's kind of how I saw it. So, but bread and butter, really crisp, clean shot, and he finishes. And... I don't have a major takeaway from it. I'm like, what, what was I, the rankings for? I didn't, I didn't get to watch the rankings. The uh, rankings. Look at the rankings. So, so you know, Ashnall has the win over Meredith. Kalodzik has the win over Ashnall. Kalodzik and Keyshawn, they split last year? Or? They did. Yeah. They did split. And it was like weird, wasn't it? Wasn't it like blowouts both times? No. No? Uh, Keyshawn blew him out at the Nittany line, and then um, it was a one-point win for Kalodzik. At Edinburgh. Okay. But it was weird circumstances. Both times the loser had just finished wrestling. It was oh, like yeah. one of those weird open matches. It was yeah. like, uh, yeah, you're well, you're up. I know you just finished, but you're in the hole kind mm-hmm. of thing. So that's what happened. So I, I view those guys pretty similar. And, and I guess my takeaway is I thought Kolodzik was in that title contending realm. And now I still feel that way. And it, it legitimizes – Kolodzik's first win because it was kind of a weird thing. He caught him. I, I hate saying caught, so just scratch that I said that. But he put him on his back, right? Yeah. Anthony Ashnall's not going to put on his back frequently. It was like a knee tap thing. Great job. Okay. Midlands? At Midlands. But what kind of delegitimized it was after that, he got taken down a couple times and just hangs on for the win. It's yeah, like yeah, a six yeah. point move type of deal. Mm hmm. But then he rest, they wrestled later and Ashnall beat him. So how do you take that? Is it fluky or did. did Kolodzik just did what he had to do to win. Right, right. So they split. They mm-hmm. split there at Midlands, but you're kind of left with the Ashnall's probably better. Anyways, fast forward to this year. Kolodzik clearly in his realm, beats him um, legitimately, and he's in that title contending realm where, where I think most people, I'm not really on an island and thinking he was in that realm. And he, he kind of proved it a little more, but he went from 10th to 4th. Ashmalt so, to fifth. So check out the rankings. Uh, was there a lot of movement? Um, I'm talking 25 to pound for pound. Was there a lot of movement this week? No, not a ton. A lot of back five right. stuff that okay. it just gives you. Can you? Can, but can you tell me the top eight at 41? The top eight at 141 yeah. are currently uh, Dean Heil, Joey McKenna, Randy Cruz. Randy Cruz. There's a Randy. Randy Cruz is third in the country. I don't think he will finish that high. Uh, but he's earned that ranking. He beat Jack this year. Matt Kolodzik, Anthony Ashnall, Matt Manley, Kevin Jack, Joey Ward. Gotcha. And that's like a perfect like little – I think there's a drop-up there between Ward and DiCamillo. And McCr- Wait, so where's McCrystal? McCrystal is 10th. Where's – where's um? Meredith is 11th. Wow. Meredith went down. He was a 14 seed at NCAAs. Yeah. Uh, and, and legitimately so. So, hey, it's not – it's not up to me. It's up to them. Okay, so let's talk about a match. I definitely want to talk. I definitely want to talk about. We haven't talked Key, about Penn State. Keystone and Penn State. I was well, let's gonna, get the other stuff. I yeah. was gonna. I was gonna hit them when we talked about more call, but we kind of um, went on on Meredith McChrystal. But before we talk Penn State, can we talk about a match that we gave a lot of love to, and I think a lot of people saw, but then it kind of got covered up because it was so early in the weekend, and that is. Epperly Lujan. Amazing match. Um, man, maybe that, maybe that was the match of the week. I don't know what really the best match of the week was. I know. Uh, Walsh-Vincenzo was really fun. Probably, but man, Lujan, Lujan Epperly was great. Of course, I can't, I can't claim to have watched every match because I was gone. But um, it, was, it was awesome in that, you know, you, I, I think I learned a lot about 
or even more about Zach Epperly, just that that thing was trending the wrong way for him. And that crowd, that environment, I thought, I was like, what's what's going to happen here? But Zach Epperly is pretty dang mentally Luhan went to, he must have went to compound scramble camp. <laughs> well, yes, he certainly did, actually. <laughs> because he was so comfortable there. Well, that, like, um, lock around the crotch roll thing where, you know, Epperly's, like, on his hands. That was weird, but... I, I think I'll say this. This this will probably not be the conventional thought, but this is my opinion. Epperly wins easier next time. I uh, agree. And what I what I took away from that was I think Luhan's really good at that, but he gave up legs easy, too easy, easily. And if people are scout, if people are going to watch that match and be like, okay, he does this, mm-hmm. um, so he, he's going to have to. And and it's not the easiest to do against a guy like Epperly, but you have to get to your attacks more than than rely on counters and stuff. For sure, especially he did have a stupid duck. Oh, the little boot scoot duck. Boot scoot. Oh my god, that was filthy. it. Was it was that was probably. Oh, we need to do. We need takedown of the week. We need scramble. There, there's some awesome stuff. Well, Holmes got material for the dirt. That's for sure. Yeah, plenty. Oh plenty. my god, he could do it. He could do it. Dirt on this is we call it the landfill. <laughs> We're going to rebrand that show. It's called The Landfill. Uh, <laughs> he could do a one on, on Nolf himself, but that boot scoot certainly got to be in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ryan Holmes, if you're listening, I hope you. I hope that boot scoot's in there. Okay. So, and then Boogie. Boot scoot, Boogie. So let's talk Penn State. I know you want to talk about him. Wait. People are going to start thinking I'm like a Penn State like homer now. No, I don't mean in that regard. I mean in the regard that um, – the, you, you just you just saw you were there right? Yeah. If you, I wouldn't have said that if you were I at know. Virginia Tech. No, I do want to talk about them very badly. Um, but I mean, they were the they were one of the few power programs in the in the mix. Of course, Virginia Tech, Missouri. Um, let's do that duel. Can we do that duel? And then yes. we'll just finish with Penn State. Okay. We'll, we'll we'll go out. We are okay. Virginia Tech, Missouri. Um, I don't know if you got to watch that, but. Really nice I didn't duel. Watch that one. You did? I did not watch that okay. one. Okay. They were missing a couple, right? Uh Missouri was missing Manley and Barlow. And Barlow. But I, that's one, it's like Missouri's I don't know if it's just Missouri's death, but just like the kind of lineup construction for Virginia Tech kind of made it so that didn't really matter that much. Well sin, sign in one anyway. Sinon did win. He beat Gustafson. So Gustafson's, you know, he's gonna be solid, but not a not a world beater. And, and Sinan's a tough dude. He's a guy that you, I think he was ranked towards the top ten last year at thirty three. So they've got some. I would have liked there. to see Dance McGee. I don't even care that you know you could say Dance is a favorite and Dance won anyway, and it didn't really matter to the duel. I would have liked to see the match. Yeah, yeah, but it, as a duel perspective, he's winning by decision there, and he and Joey's winning by decision against Acid. Joey beat Dylan Peters, also by the way of note, mm-hmm. um, but. Good to see. I thought Joey LaValle would have a nice year. He kind of turned it up, scoring a lot of points. That's big, um, big for Missouri, if considering their team aspirations, and also you know just big for LaValle in general. But for me, Jaden Cox, you know, it's kind of illuminating my point of why he's not that high in the pound for pound. Um, you know, five zero against Beasley and a two zero against Hot. He's awesome. He's going to win the title. But the, what separates in folk style? He's not dominating. He's not dominating folk style, um, and I don't really know why. I know it's weird. He, I know he could take down Jared Hot <laughs> four times in a match. It, it makes very if, little sense. I know he's not. He's not an amazing Turner. Like he's not like you know Zane or whatever. But he, you would he, still think that you're not going to win two zero. Not not. Yeah he's yeah. So it's a little strange. Um, uh, let's hope Willie Mickless is okay. Yes. Willie Miklas got hurt and DQ uh, um not DQ defaulted um in a big match against Dekau. No. No. Zavatsky. Zavatsky. <laughs> I don't know why I thought Dekau. Um in a big match against Zavatsky, so but let's hope he's all right. Yes, yes. Um same here. I hope so. Um tough kid. Zavatsky's really good too. So yeah, that was that duel. Just feel like two is like a top six match. We gotta we need to talk yeah, about for sure. And Mays, you know, Mays takes care of business against Chisco. Uh, what was that score? 6-3. Six, six, I kind of made that up. I, you, you're lying. I, <laughs> I have no idea what the score was. I think it was something 
in that vein, in the spirit of 6-3. Whether it was or not, I can't say for sure. 6-3! I, I can't call How it. How about it? You just made that up, though. I didn't, though. I thought it was something around that, so it was 6-3. How about <laughs> that? My memory's not that great. I can't call it. Oh, Wisman. Did Wisman, uh, he was up 3-0, and then... Uh, got pinned? Oh, we, I haven't said it yet. So I smoked Bracky in this whiteboard war, as, as predicted on the whiteboard war. Did you what? You can't. What is, why? Who did he take? He, he takes – sometimes he takes homer picks. He actually – Did he take Jared Hawk? I made fun of him. I, I tried to bait him into doing it, but he didn't. Uh, but he did take Mastriani to beat Lavalley, which I knew was a terrible matchup. Mm-hmm. And I laughed at him um, publicly. And now I'm laughing yeah. at you again. I'm Kyle, you're getting clowned publicly. He's, he's, so, he's, so, he's so embarrassed he went to West Virginia. He – um. Talk about embarrassing. The Sooners spanked. Did they win big? Oh, they spanked. And then my Redskins beat him. Wow, all the L's for Kyle Bradkey. Kyle took a loss on whiteboard. Oh, big loads. (laughs) Dropping big loads. Man, his teams all drop big loads. Oh, my God. He needs a plunger. (laughs) Anywho. Oh, that's what he should go for as Halloween. It's like a a a plumber. I, I like plunger. Well, my son went as a plumber. A plumber with a plunger. Oh, okay. He, no, he went as Mario, I thought. Mario is a professional plumber, board certified. <laughs> I know. The Mario that's, that's not just a plumber, though. I, like, I think Brad Keith should go with like a monkey wrench and a plunger. And like 36 keys yeah. hooked to his belt. Mm-hmm. I'm down with that. Okay. Um, from plungers to Penn State. Plungers to Penn State. Seamless. So I, I, I mentioned this, and I believe it. That looked like the best team in the country to me, personally. Um, I think that's what everybody. I think everybody came away from that being like, Penn State was a problem, and now, I mean, they're going to win it. But like, why? Well, for me, it's the out the the guys on the periphery. It's Nick Neville's looking like a top five guy to me. And Nick I, Neville's and I, is a game changer, but he beat DeJournet. Six ranked guy in the country. He yeah. he messed him up. That wasn't yeah. a match, dude. Like if Nick Neville stays healthy, he's gonna place pretty dang high. Like he's in that stole range. Um, who stole's like fifth fifth ranked guy? I think Neville's I think, could be it, three four match, right? Well, Tanner. No, I mean we've got three really good ones. You got um, what's his face? <laughs> Kyle Snyder, Connor Medbury, Ty Walls. Okay, and then I think there's a, a little Kyle drop. Snyder. Connor Medbury and who? Ty Walls. Oh, yeah, Walls, yeah. Um, and then I think that battle for fourth is Hall, Neville, Stoll. Right, okay, yeah. Um, but I don't see I don't see Neville's finishing behind anyone else. No, I don't either. No, I don't, yeah. I've been high I've been high on him. So Neville's Interesting. Neville's is a game changer. If he's prove if he proves to be and y'all everybody had to take um, a chill pill. To see where exactly he's at because he was hurt last year and you didn't really, didn't really know. It seems he's back to form, so you almost pencil in um, All-American points for him. So that is a game-changer, but... If he doesn't place, it will be because of injury. I think he's too good. Okay, but what other question marks in Penn State's lineup were answered? Hmm. Well, was was... 33 or 41 or you know 33 you know you could say no and maybe my take is wrong here um now i because jared cortez lost to lost to kevin devoy in a match where i thought i thought jared would win he got that takedown in the end of the first and i was like he's gonna do that several more times and he just they exchanged takedowns in the first right yeah so it was like three three after the first and i was like all right I think I like Jared here moving forward. He got that leg. But then he couldn't get to the legs that, again. But one more time. That's what I thought, too. And he got ridden for a while, I believe. And um, But here's the thing. A lot of people took that um, look at the Jared Cortez loss, and they were like, well, still a question mark for Jared Cortez. Uh, DeVoy's better than what you think. DeVoy, he won EIWA's um, two years. Two years ago, went up to forty-one, was not as good. Now he's back at thirty-three. He's good. Still think that those that's a round of twelve kind of match that that Cortez is gonna have to win to play. Sure, sure, okay. So, so Cortez, but I don't think you go out on Cortez because of that. Heck loss. no. I no. mean, Devoy is darn good, 
like if you're saying he lost a nail biter on a riding time point to a round of twelve type guy, I don't think you write him off. I don't think you consider him a question. Because you know why? Penn State in March. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's when they're. That's when they do things. That's when and, they. And and the flow of the match. I, they wrestle again. I think Cortez could win. Right. Right. No, I I agree with I don't, that. I, what I'm saying is I don't think Jared Cortez definitively not as good as Kevin DeVoy. Oh, absolutely. I, but I really thought Cortez Foreys would have been a thing, but it might not have been a thing. Dom Foreys is outstanding um, for Pittsburgh. He's a buzzsaw. He was always a buzzsaw, like boomer bust type. Like um, he was going to go down swinging. If he's going to lose, he's going to go down swinging. Yeah. He was a nightmare to rank. Yeah, because he would like – Make Super 32 finals. Make then, Super 32 finals. Beat uh, number four, number seven, and number two. And then and then not make it out of his region to the state tournament. He doesn't make the he state tournament. He didn't make the state tournament. He didn't make the state And then come back at Flow Nationals and, like, do, do, I don't know, do good. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's a nightmare. He's actually been pleasant to rank for me. He's been pretty consistent. So thank you, Dom, for not giving me the headaches you gave Willie. Um, so, yeah. Suriano thought he looked really good. Did not beat anyone. That um, Fuentes was tough. That was the closest. Fuentes match was tough. And that was that was tight, but never really in doubt. Um, Jimmy G. Whoa, okay, that was not good. Lost to Springer and then lost to Enriquez or something of that nature from App State. Got just got taken down, barred up and pinned. Uh, really, Dick Jimmy. I did not know that. Yeah, I knew he lost. So the wheels kind of fell off there for Jimmy. How about the Zivotoski kid? Yeah, he's, he's good. I didn't know he existed. Neither did I. Uh, and, well, like three weeks ago, I'm like, oh yeah. I mean, that's when I he mean he beat somebody. Really? Yeah, he got ranked. He beat um, shoot, shoot, Shucky Dern. I he, don't remember, but he beat someone good. And what's uh, he ranked now? He's 15th. Look at the rankings. He'll tell he beat Lugo. Lugo. Yep. Patricio. So yeah, he's good. Zane. <laughs> That's how they enter them. Well, I go Patrick. But <laughs> Baby J Bannister, he always enters tournaments as Baby J Bannister. Good for him. He Thank will you. not. He refuses to write. Alfred. Alfred. I love it. Do you? Do, Do you, you, Baby J? Um, so yeah. Any thoughts on Jimmy? I mean, I don't know what to make of Jimmy. I mean, he's inconsistent. Yes. Inconsistent. I don't even know what they do. I don't. I don't even know what they do for you know going forward. I think that's a wait and see kind of thing. Yeah, I uh, I think he'll be the guy. I was always when when in the past when Jimmy had his ups and downs. I think he got beat by Zach Hall last year. He didn't look right at the scuffle, and you know. Anywho, um, I think the beginning of Jimmy's inconsistencies. I think you can like pinpoint the day, can't you? You know when it was. Dane Harlow. Was the kid's name Dane Harlow? He, it, Jimmy was fine for a long time, and then he lost to the kid from Boston. Where? This is like three years. This is like a while ago. And ever since that, he's been a little up and down. And I've always been like, ah, I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. Even at the scuffle where he didn't look right, and he would get in on shots, and he would not finish. I was like, um, he'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. People, people go through ups and downs in the season, and he's just in a down right now. And uh, he's not, he's not figuring it out. It's not it's not getting any better. So I don't know, I don't know if Cade Moss is the answer, but I would not be surprised if Jimmy wasn't the guy. I, I, I hope he finds it because Jimmy's a freaking awesome kid. Yeah, I don't know when this Dane Harlow match happened, but it definitely it wasn't last year, which means yeah. it didn't matter because he was awesome the year before. He was in the NCAA semis. <sighs> yeah, maybe, but that's. I think the that's that's that was the first outlier. I think I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Willie Sailor. Yeah, the the change happened when he went up in weight. Yeah, Kyle Springer was. I mean, I'm sitting there. I'm on the mat. I'm like, these are two different. I'm like, Kyle, you're on the wrong mat, buddy. So this is the 141 pound mat. Uh, you need to be. I don't want to bag the. I'm glad you finally. I, finally, well, I mean, not finally, but finally for once, you say that weight matters. Because when when Jimmy came out of high school, they were saying, you know, when they were trying to project his weight, it was like, uh, Jimmy says, you know, Jimmy, he's big. He, you know, he doesn't want to cut. And I'm like, he is too small. Yeah. Well, I, I guess my thing is, 
If anyone says, I want to go up to this weight and I was successful at this weight and you want to go up, you, you, for me, you get the benefit of the doubt because most of the time it yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. But I think he, he got – I don't know if he was – if it was his decision. I think it was his decision to go up. I'm sure it probably was. But, um, you know, I don't know if he's as comfortable there. I know it's harder for him to to finish on these guys. I'm not sure. But th- the point is I, I think that's the that's the change and. I'll admit that. Um, Jason Nolf took over the internet. Jason Nolf. He is. Jason Nolf. He is. You know, in Jordan Burroughs, the hero we don't deserve, and Frank Chimizo is an international treasure. And I haven't come up with something awesome for Jason Nolf yet, but something's coming. Uh, I mean, because- this isn't this isn't what he should go by, but Jason Nolf is the best. Folk style Uh-oh. wrestler ever. No, he's the best guy I've ever seen at n- moving across his back. Like um, diving under and stuff. Right. Like a lot of stuff that he does you can't you can't get away with in freestyle. It's not traditional funk dive rolls either. Like that it's one not. against Cooper last year at Big Tens where Cooper's like on a single, he cuts to the double and I don't know what he did. He does things that... Matrix stuff. He does the Matrix. Maybe that's... His nickname should be the Matrix. If it wasn't... That's Sean Marion, an NBA player. I know, but that... Sean Marion had nothing to do with the Matrix. Why was that his nickname? Why was that his nickname? Jason Nolf is the Matrix. He's the Matrix. He is. He does stuff that... It's just... It was coded in. Yeah. He's unbelievable. I I mean, every match, you know, he he gives... He doesn't care if he gets... And Savage. He is Savage. You know, he's... Bleeding everywhere, all over the place. That and he's hitting <laughs> jujitsu moves. He's doing front rolls. from from top from top. He's um getting taken down and then just proceeds to beat guys within an I inch of their life. I couldn't sleep last night because well, I can not that I couldn't sleep, but I was thinking of a, as I was going to sleep, like how did he do that? I watched that like eight times on how he <laughs> did that kind of. People are calling it Kimura, but it wasn't a Kimura. Jiu-jitsu thing. The he, bar. like, steps over with the head and does an arm bar. And How did they – did you – they didn't give him near fall. I think the ref was – What? He was just The like, ref would, immediately went to Twitter. I think. Did he? No, no, I'm saying that's why I didn't call it back near fall. Oh. I was he like, was like, up, oh, Nick. I was like, you know. Jason Nolf just hit this crazy. <laughs> uh, because it was obvious near fall. He was on. I counted. I went back and counted. I was like, I'm pretty sure he's on his back for definitely two seconds, probably four. It was five. And he just like, he kind of was like, like waving it off. Like, I don't think he knew what position they were even in. It was weird. Do you think this is going to become a thing? Do you think people start trying to hit this move? Oh, what if they do? When Nolf impersonations go wrong, we'll find out. (laughs) Kids' elbows are going to pop. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. He hit it beautifully. So he was great. Um, most fun guy to watch the you know whole time. Because Zane, really Zane just destroys people. You know what was really neat was that that last thing he hit, or that, that dive, Bethea's shot was awesome. Beautiful double. Beautiful <laughs> double. Head up, hips in, great penetration spe- step. And then, he, and then you just get dive under. Not good. And, you know, he that's, that's kind of the stuff he does. He'll let you in. He'll, he'll, he can do – and that's not the first time he's hit it before. Jody Stripmatter – Tweeted out a video of him hitting it on Vincenzo. Mm-hmm. So he does. He does. Um, okay, so we're talking Penn State, and you're like, they impressed me so much that they're the favorites. They're they're, they're the clear favorites now. Here at sixty five, mm-hmm. we talked about Neville's being a key cog. Joseph is a key cog. Thoughts on his performance this weekend? I, I thought he was outstanding, and I thought that that's what we would see with him. I thought he would win that weight. I thought he would be – you know, Chad Walsh can just pin anyone, so that that can't be discounted. But I felt like Joseph is just too fundamental, clean leg attacks, good finish. He saw that double leg. And that was kind of my message after the subject thing. Um, it's like, you know, it's this is Gilman Brancale. This is – and now this will be, you know, Vincenzo subject. We'll look back and we'll be like, you know, kids 
have weird matches, but over time you see who they really are. And Vincenzo showed us who he really is. He's a top, you know, seven, eight, five type of guy. So he went, he went Tech Tech beat Walsh, misleading score twelve five. He put him on his back. Yeah, it was like a one point match late. Yeah, and then beat to Sean Campbell of Pitt, who I have really dug this year. You know, last year, last year I watched him early in the season. I think against. Lehigh, and he looked really good. I'm like, this kid has this kid has it all. Yeah, he, you know, he's not there yet, but he has potential. potential. And this this season, I've been nothing short of um, impressed. You can see that. And so uh, Joseph beats him nine to five. Yeah, he beat him pretty soundly. I thought he looked. I thought Campbell was was really solid. I was impressed with him. I I watched him against Ramos last year at that duel, and I was like, all right, he's going to be okay. And I remember him from Dapper Dan. Just thinking, yeah. There's a lot to work with here. Yeah, he came out late. Like I, I usually know, you know, kids went went, they're in seventh grade. Right. Campbell was like, I didn't know anything about him until oh. he was a junior or something. Right. Right. So yeah, he's tough. Vincenzo Joseph, very good. Um, that same story for Penn State at 174. Different weight, same story, same guys. Morelli, Rashid, and. My understanding is Rashid has never or hasn't beaten Morelli in a wrestle-off before. Like, he loses the wrestle-off match. But here, he beats I, him in a match. I saw this on a message board. I don't know what to make of it. I, I who knows if it's true. But someone that goes to practice, apparently, said that Morelli has his no, like knows how to wrestle Rashid to slow him down. Right. I don't know if that's true. It, you could it, it could be true for sure. I don't know. Um but he didn't beat him on Sunday. He didn't beat him. Saturday. Rashid looked good, really good, controlled Johnny Sebastian. So now you're in a pickle. Well, Gina Morelli has this great win over Jim Wilson. Shakur Rashid, he wins the Open. He uh, beats another decent guy. Can you tell so, me about the Sebastian match? Because I didn't see it. Um, he, he Lots of riding time. Rode him really tough. Got takedowns. Um, just He was really good. I, I thought Sebastian might beat him, but I was wrong there. So, so I think Rashid, you know, he's always been a good option. Uh, for rankings, I'm I'm keeping Morelli in there for now, just like kind of in a holding pattern until I see like what they're gonna do. Because I'm not gonna alternate every week which Penn State yeah. guy. That's that's gonna get insane. Um, so Morelli hangs in there for for the time being, and I didn't really drop him for for losing either, just because I don't know. I don't know what ranking value that match right. has at this point. Yep, that's a wrestle. That's a wrestling room, right? Thing. Bo Nickel continues to put up points, and then uh, Kutch the Kutch. Yeah, Kutch he, did he it. won. He did. And he takes care of business. He's um, he's not going to join the bonus point party with these other guys, especially at ninety seven. You know, eighty four. He could get some turns. He could put some points up, but I don't see that at ninety seven. I think he's have to wrestle a specific way, but that specific way. Is going to work for him, and I think it's going to put him on the podium at 197 pounds. And he is not, man. He walked by me. I know he's not tall. He's not especially tall. Nice. He is thick, thick. Yeah. Big, big chest and arms, and even more so now that he's up at 97. We'll see. You know, he's got a lot of time if he wants to work to put on some muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe put on a little bit, a little something, something there. So okay. So that's Penn State. Um, mm-hmm. what what do you? What do you want to wrap up the last couple minutes with? I don't know. What you you know? Thanksgiving is coming. Thanksgiving's coming. Um, Redskins play the Cowboys. I don't know. I are we gonna do this again this week? I don't know how. I don't are think you, I don't think we can. My, I don't. you have to put a turkey in the oven. I gotta put a turkey. I bought a seven pound leg of lamb. Yeah, that's I love the I like I like. There's something I don't know. It's from my grandmother or something. I just like I like to cook for people. Yeah, and uh, so that's a store and. They had the six pound. You're like, mm. that. No, that's actually one of the smaller ones. But what I didn't realize is that my roommates are leaving, so I have a seven pound leg of lamb for myself. Well, you you've been cordially invited. Um, we could have a delicious dish. Yeah. Wow. I mean, well, bring a, bring a leg of lamb to your house with mint jelly. It's delectable. Wow. So tender. <laughs> All right, Christian Piles. Oh, give me a second here. We've got we're these these people. They run off with our cables and they make. They make my job even harder just because I have to do all this switcheroo with the soundboard here, and it's just not – it's not ideal, but you know what? 
No one likes to hear us complain. Because it's Thanksgiving. So we're just going to be thankful, Willie. Thankful. Let's and I'm thankful, thankful to you for listening to Flow Wrestling Radio Live. 162 shows in the book. Thanks to Under Armour Wrestling. Scraplife.com. Scrap it up. Doing some big stuff. Love Under Armour Wrestling. Make sure you're getting to Scraplife.com. Get the best wrestling gear around. And, uh, yeah, we will see you again soon. Thanks, guys.